Hello, hello. Welcome to SLD Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Lord-Antiazio. SLD Wellness is a place for you to find your voice, find your gifts, and to realize that you already have the tools inside of yourself. Today is episode 31 of the podcast, which is all about three ways to pivot towards your goals. Now, first, before I jump into this, I want to really dive into what I mean when I say pivot towards your goals. Because a lot of the times we can have dreams, aspirations, things that we want to accomplish, and the things that we want to go after can feel like they are so far away, that they're not tangible, that it's like, how can I even get there? How can I even make the right moves or take the next steps in order to get to that point? And as someone who has pivoted a lot, I, I'm basically like a master pivoter and I'm not even tooting my own horn when I say this. I went from journalism to marketing to nonprofits to communications to working in health and wellness to starting my own business, becoming a doula, becoming a Reiki practitioner, meditation teacher, I've done things in donor relations and going from all of those things, every single time I would go for another goal or go for another dream, I had to figure out for myself, why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this? And if you're applying for jobs or interviewing, they're going to ask you, why are you doing this? And how does this connect? And the only way that you can explain the connection is by finding the connection for yourself, finding why the fuck do you even want to do this to begin with? Is this something that you're even passionate about? And finding other people that are in the same field that you want to enter into who went from something that might not make sense to where they've ended up. Whether that's someone who went from science to health and wellness or something like psychology to art. There's always a connection. There's always some thread that connects. For other people on the outside looking in, it may not make sense, but that's why you have to weave in the story of the connection and figure out for yourself, like, hey, what does this even mean and how can I get there? And also, I know this is the Virgo rising coming out of me, but having deadlines is helpful. Having a plan, having some intuitive internal idea of when you want to start doing things can help you get on track and being able to back out from that period of time. Whether that's giving yourself six months or a year or a period of time, and it doesn't mean that it's something you need to meticulously follow. But if you're like, I want to enter the health and wellness field in the next year, okay, well, how do you get there? What does that look like? Who do you need to talk to? Who is there? Or who do you know that's in that field that can give you a sense of if this even is something that you want to do. And I'm also really diving into the art of the pivot, especially because this podcast is pivoting. This podcast is changing in a lot of ways with how things are growing and shifting for me with the business. It started out with being just like this overall health and wellness space. And yes, health and wellness is going to be something that is important, is going to be something that is very prevalent, but we're also going to start moving into energy work. We're also going to start moving into talking about energy healing, starting to talk about protecting yourself and creating boundaries. 
and it's going to get more specific. And the reason that it's going to go in that direction is through a lot of exploration. And so as I'm talking to you about the art of the pivot, I'm also telling you how and showing you how I'm doing the same thing within the business and why if there's something that you want to do, you can fucking do it. Because if you have a plan or you have a strong intuitive pull to go in another direction, by all means, do it. If you were in physical therapy and focused on that and then all of a sudden you decided, you know, I want to be an artist, you can absolutely do that. Or if you are someone who is an artist and you're like, I want to be a screenplay writer or director or art director or I want to go from science to journalism. There's all these ways that you can make shifts. And on the outside looking in, you might have people you know who are like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? But that's the thing. Like, It doesn't matter what other people think. If you feel a strong pull towards something, that is your reason enough. That's your why. And you have to have for yourself, like, is this something that you really feel passionate towards? Because that's the thing that's going to keep you going. You're going to encounter people who say no. You're going to encounter people who are like, this doesn't make sense. Or I don't even understand the connection here. I don't understand why you want to leave this cushy spot that you're in to go into something completely different. I've met so many people who are like, I'm in finance, but I want to become a coach. Or I am in business in corporate communications, but I want to be a doula. And that's me talking about me. When I made that shift, people thought I was crazy where I worked. When I said, I'm going to be a doula, they were like, what? Why? That doesn't make any sense. But for me, as someone who was working in corporate communications for a yoga company as a yoga teacher and being so connected to energy, it made sense to me. And so I was able to use my past experience to land a job as a doula at a hospital because I was able to speak to my past and how my past brought forward the skills that I'll be able to use in my present. So really knowing yourself and knowing what it is that you bring to the table, all of the skills that you already have in your back pocket is huge. It's a massive step to allow you to make the transition into something else. And you're allowed to pivot as many times as you want. You can, you can be in a field and be like, you know, I tried it and I don't like it. You know, I did this and this doesn't feel right. Or, you know, I gave this a shot, but... Truly, I'm not into it. And then you just pivot again. You figure out for yourself, well, what is it that I want to try? And I highly, highly, highly recommend finding other people that are in the field that you want to go into. Because if you can find people that are doing the thing that you say you want to do, they can give you an honest take of what it's like in that space. They can also honestly tell you the good, the bad, the ugly, and they can connect you with other people to talk to. And it's not about, okay, I just need to go get this job and get this thing. Because a lot of times in our society, that's 
what the end goal is, is just get the job. And yes, you might want to get that. You might want to go after something specific. But getting that information and getting that in your toolbox is just as important. Making those connections with people and understanding how they made their shift is just as important. That's often why people have asked me, hey, how did you do what you're doing now? How did you go from working for someone else to working for yourself? What steps did you take? Asking people those questions or asking someone, hey, I see that you're in the field that I want to go into. How did you get there? What are the struggles you encounter? What advice would you give me as someone who is interested in exploring this? What classes do you think I should look into? What books do you think I should read? Getting that knowledge for yourself, that knowledge base, makes it so that when you really start to go after the things that you're truly passionate about, you have so much more knowledge. So deadlines are great. Having a sense of what it is that you're interested in because you don't have to strictly follow a timeline. Figuring out if it's something that you're truly passionate about, doing some research on it, maybe trying it out in an internship capacity or working in it part-time or taking a class in it, getting your feet wet in it so that you can figure out if it's something you even want to do, if that's something you want to invest your time, your money, your energy into is an important thing for sure. And then finding people that are in the space that you want to be in. And pivoting is something that is, it takes time. You got to be patient with yourself. Even though I used a year as an example, sometimes it can take you multiple years before you get to where it is that you want to go. But is it something that you truly want to invest your energy into because if it is something that you want to put your time and energy into you'll keep going and if it's something that you're truly meant to be doing then you'll only grow and amplify in that and oftentimes the deadline and the timeline or time frame that you put on something can end up happening so much quicker than what you anticipated. I remember for me that when I was in business school, I went from journalism to business and going from journalism and like donor relations and marketing to going into business and working in strategic partnerships at a health insurance company and then deciding, okay, I'm going to take yoga teacher training because I need some sort of balance from all of this competition that I'm in, all this competitive energy that I'm in in business school that's draining me. I'm going to try yoga teacher training because I just want to do it. I just want to learn. Led me to being like, hmm, I want to look into what it would be like to be a yoga teacher. And then it led to me moving across the country from Philly to Denver, finishing up my yoga teacher training certification, working for a yoga company as a yoga instructor. And because I had the background that I had in communications, working in internal communications for that company too. And all of those things built on top of each other. It wasn't something that all happened overnight. It took a while. I I'm pretty sure that I said in episode 30 that when I finished grad school, I applied to over 100 jobs and I got rejected. It was painful to be applying for jobs for over a year, to have an MBA, and to have places be like, ah, I'll give you $10 an hour. It definitely felt like a slap in the face. But realizing that you get to decide what space you put yourself in, you get to decide the value that you place on things and places because the places that said, 
I'll give you $10 an hour. I was like, uh, no, I'm not interested in that. And you can try to convince me that I'm crazy for saying no, but you're crazy for thinking I'm going to accept that shit. Realizing your value and realizing that there's more out there for you and being confident in the fact that you will find the thing that is right for you also allows you to pivot from a place of intuition and from a place of feeling comfortable with the decisions that you make. And as you start to make shifts or make pivots, please know that there's going to always be a naysayer that exists somewhere. Not everyone is going to always be in your corner. Not everyone is going to always say, yes, you're doing such a great job. I'm so proud of you for deciding to only go after what you're worth. Or I'm so proud of you for quitting a place that's total bullshit and going after what it is that you truly are passionate about. Because there's also people who just want to keep you safe and they would rather you stay in a bubble because they don't want you to experience any sort of harm. They don't want you to experience rejection. But those people that feel that way are afraid of what it would look like if you experience that rejection, if you struggle, if there's a moment where things aren't going your way. And I'll be very honest with you, you will have moments where things are tough as you're making a pivot. It's not going to always be a seamless thing. When I made the decision to move across the country from Philly to Denver, it wasn't an easy one. It also wasn't something that happened overnight. There's some people who thought I was crazy for moving. They're like, your entire family is in Philly and in New York. Why would you leave everybody to go pursue a passion? It doesn't make any sense. But that's because for them, it didn't make any sense. For them, it was more comfortable to have me close by, to have me in their back pocket to be around all the time, to make them food, to do all these things for them. But they weren't thinking about, for me, the struggles that I was encountering with applying for jobs and with constantly getting rejected and realizing that if I stayed where I was, which, if I'm being completely honest, I dealt with nothing but racism when I worked in the suburbs of Pennsylvania, If I continue to stay in that, I knew that's what I'm going to experience and I needed something different. I needed something else. It also doesn't mean that I completely escaped toxic places because I definitely encountered my fair share. And unfortunately, in the workplace, there's a lot of those places that exist. You can't always get away from them just because you move to another state. There's a lot of companies that like to play very dumb about the people that they keep in their places who operate in a very toxic and vile environment and toxic and vile way that do a lot of shady shit. But in order to get to something that you truly are passionate about, you're going to encounter some bumps along the way, but you have to keep going. You have to be able to be comfortable with the fact that sometimes things are going to look a little blurry before things start to clear up for you. And that's okay. It's all right to go after something and feel like it feels murky before it makes sense. Because that's also part of the process. We always think about the end result, but the liminal space, the space in between, the space where you're building and you're growing and you're starting to form the ideas of how to pivot towards what you want, how to get to where it is that you want to be, is 
just as important and is honestly just as beautiful because that's where you start to develop your skills. That's where really the fun happens. It's also where a lot of crying can happen. I know from personal experience that I've had many an ugly cry when I've experienced rejection or experienced what it's like to have to keep going after something and feeling like I keep trying, but it's not working out. But every time you put yourself out there, every time you give it a chance, something changes and something shifts. And even for me with becoming a yoga instructor, when I auditioned to become an instructor at a studio, the first time I did, I didn't get the job. I got rejected. I was told to come back. (laughs) I was told to get more practice and come back in a couple of months. And then I came back a month later, and I kid you not, the day that I had my audition, I had a panic attack. I was running through my yoga routine that I was going to teach, and I started to get overheated, had a panic attack, and ended up on the floor. And I was like, oh my gosh, am I even going to be able to do this audition? Because I am so freaked out. I am so nervous. I am so overwhelmed. Shit, it's over before it's even started. And that was kind of the mentality that I had. I was like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do this? And then I drove to the studio after getting myself calm and doing meditation. And then I sat in my car. I meditated in the car. I went in. I did the audition. I crushed the audition. I got offered the job as a yoga instructor. And none of them knew that I had a panic attack right before it. I mean, now they'll know. But yeah, I I was freaking the fuck out. And I know that aside from the fact that I have a history of anxiety, so that played a part, and also not being in a space where I was as grounded right before I was going into the audition until I really was like, okay, like, let me be intentional. Let me stop doing this audition, running through it. Let me just go to it and do it. I realized that you really have to give yourself grace because if something doesn't work out, it doesn't work out and that's okay. And if you're supposed to have something happen, it's gonna fucking happen if it's meant to. And There's so many times that you might stumble. There's so many times that you might struggle, but that does not mean that you're a failure. And if you don't get something the first time or the second time or the third time, if you truly feel passionate about it, keep going because at some point it's going to work out. Things don't have to always happen on the first try or the second. You just have to be comfortable enough to trust yourself. And if you feel a pull towards something, give yourself the due diligence, give yourself enough respect to try it out. Give yourself a chance because you're worth it. You're worth trying things out. You're worth seeing if something is worth pursuing. And if you can find connections in the space that you want to be in, and you absolutely can and will find those people, even if it's not exactly exactly the thing if it's similar if it's like it's cousin if you find those people and when you find those people it's a game changer because there are plenty of people that are out there in the world that are like let me tell you how i got to where i got let me tell you a story about my background and how i got to this space 
And those are people who will vouch for you. Those are people who will help you prepare for an interview. Those are people who will recommend you for something. Even if something is like not exactly the next thing that makes sense on the outside looking in. And I think it's also important to realize that in this day and age, for sure, 100%, there are so many people that are making shifts that jump from like A to Z, that jump from art to science, or from pharmacy to art, or from teaching to nursing, or from physical therapy to journalism to marketing to being a doula. And that actually is what happened to me. I went into college originally as an athletic training major with the intention of becoming a physical therapist. And I went into my first year of college already knowing I didn't want to do it because I interned at a physical therapy office. And I was like, this isn't for me. So I made the shift. I went into bio and then I was like, oh, this isn't for me. And then I went from bio to journalism because I was like, I love to write. I feel a passion towards this. Let me try this out. And as soon as I did, my grades shot up dramatically. I did amazing in journalism because writing and asking questions and digging into why things are happening and helping people find the truth of things is really what I was passionate about and is really, truly the space that I thrive in. So then I did broadcast journalism and that was my jam and it has been for a while. But then from that, it just made sense to go into other areas because of the work environments that I encountered. And it all led to me still coming back to doing journalism in some capacity, still led to me being an editor, still led to me doing this podcast. Everything started to click and piece together and culminate into something that made sense. But on the outside looking in, does it make sense? Not to everybody, but that's the thing. It doesn't need to. Your path does not need to make sense to anyone other than you. And give yourself the space to figure out what that path looks like outside of what your mommy thinks, outside of what your daddy thinks, outside of what your family and your friends think. Because I'm sorry, but fuck that. Like, fuck the opinions of anybody else. I don't care if they're related to you, if they're blood related, if they're your bestie, fuck it all. Because if you don't feel inspired by what you're doing, if you feel drained as fuck, if you feel like what you are doing is depressing or it feels like every single day, day in and out, you're just passing out and waiting for the day to end, waiting for it to be the weekend or waiting for it to be your day off, you got to pursue something else and see what else is out there. Even if you're just taking baby steps into it or taking classes for fun. There's so many ways that you can transition into different areas, different fields. There's so many possibilities for those things. And the last thing that I want you to ever think is that it's impossible because it's entirely possible to go after your goals. It's entirely possible to find the missing step that allows you to get to where it is that makes sense for you. You don't have to be somebody that's been like, I've been wanting to do this for eight years and I was focused on this for that long. Like, no, you can, you can pivot, you can change, you can get to other things. 
And society might have you thinking other things. People who are programmed into that too and think that there's only one way to do things will also have you believe in that too. But it's bullshit. Like you are absolutely able to go after what it is that you want, even if the thing that you want to do doesn't make any sense to someone else or is too woo-woo and out there for them because they feel like there's only one path to success. All right, let's move to meditation. So wherever you are, close your eyes. Relax your shoulders. Plant your feet firmly on the ground. Take a deep inhale through your nose. Fill your belly up. Exhale, release. As you breathe in, fill up your belly. Fill up your chest. Fill up your back. Exhale from your back. Your chest. Your belly. Do this one more time. Breathe in through your belly. Your chest. Your back. Exhale, release your back. Your chest your belly. Begin to ground down. Sinking deeper and deeper into your consciousness. How can you connect deeper into yourself and your desires? Focusing in on your root chakra, imagine a ball of light surrounding you. Rotating by your hips, place of stability. Take a deep breath in. Exhale, release. Moving to your sacral chakra, your belly, space of trusting your gut, as they say, trusting yourself. 
How can you connect to yourself even deeper? Take a deep breath in. Exhale, release. Moving up to your chest, moving to your heart space, a space of love. Imagine a green ball surrounding the area, allowing you to receive in more love. Take a deep breath in. Audible exhale release. <sighs> Moving up to your throat, a space where you speak your truth. How can you tap even deeper? into what it is that you need and what it is that you want and speak your truth. Imagine a blue orb of light surrounding you. Take a deep breath in. Audible exhale out. Moving to your third eye, the seat of intuition, space of all knowing. Imagine a purple light taking over, cleansing you, washing over you. How can you connect? and tap deeper into yourself and what you want while clearing out the noise. Take a deep breath in. Audible exhale release. Moving to your crown, the space above your head. Imagine a white light completely taking over, surrounding you. The self-actualization, the knowledge that you are where you are meant to be. Take a deep inhale, audible exhale release.
take a deep breath in, completely fill up your belly, your chest, your back, hold to the top, exhale, release, your back, your chest, your belly. Slowly begin to come back to your body. Start to wiggle your fingers and toes and rock your head from side to side. Slowly begin to open your eyes and find three things in the room to look at. Thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Stephanie Lauren Diazio. And just like things might be pivoting for you, you might be deciding that you want to do something different with your life or make a shift and feel like it's impossible or it doesn't make sense or how how can you do that? Know that you're not alone in that. Know that you can find mentors. You can find people that you look up to who are doing the thing that you want to do. And we're going to be talking so much more about things like that here on the podcast because the podcast is also shifting. You'll notice as you start to listen to the podcast more that we're going to be talking a lot more about energy healing a lot about taking risks and taking shifts. We'll be talking about things like Reiki and astrology and human design and creating boundaries and healing your wounds and getting rid of energetic healing problems and solving fear diving more into what healing is, talking more about how I got into birth work, more about being a doula, more about ending self-doubt, stepping away from fear, creating more freedom. All of those things are on the way and all of those things are in the works. And SLD Wellness, the podcast is going to start being a weekly thing again, starting next month. So stay tuned for all of that coming in February too. It's, it's going to shift. We're shifting. So get ready to pivot with me. And if you need help with making those shifts, if you need help with making the pivot, I'm so excited to share new services that are here at SLD Wellness, like the Reiki Restore session that includes 20 minutes of Reiki, 20 minutes of tarot, and 20 minutes of meditation. It's a one-hour session with me to really dive deep into the things that you are looking to shift. And if you are someone who is looking to deliver a baby in the Colorado area or out of state, then reach out to me because I am a doula and I travel and I do Reiki as a doula. And if you are like, I don't even know where to start. Well, I'm so excited to offer something new that 
I'm doing, which is a 20 minute energy assessment. And that allows you to really tap into the things that you are looking to change. And it allows you to really step into the areas that you want to change in your life. So if you're looking to pivot, if you have no clue where to start, reach out to me on Instagram, DM me, or email me, stephanie at sldwellness.com. And check out the website, sldwellness.com, for the blog and to find out how we can work together. All right, I'll see you soon. Take care.